Hello, Queens. Welcome to She Speaks Love, Women of the Bible series. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness. Proverbs 31, 26. We're so excited to share these incredible women of the Bible and highlight their personal story and their legacy. These podcasts will encourage, inspire, and share wisdom from God's Word as it relates to women in our unique circumstances. Let's get into their phenomenal story and the power of their voice. Today's woman of the Bible is Sapphira, presented by Queen Cassandra. Sapphira is mentioned in Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read her story since those verses are so um, so small. So let me see which version of the Bible this is. This is the New King, excuse me, New King James Version of the Bible that I'm going to be reading from. Okay. Um, so the title of it, of this section is called Lying to the Holy Spirit. Um, Acts 5, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of Christ the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed last, excuse me, breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young man arose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, tell me whether you sold land for so much. She said, yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, for the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his, excuse me, at his feet and breathed her last. And the young man came in and found her dead and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. Oh, Lord. Y'all, let's just this quick little story. Uh, my, my daughter's aunt used to call her Ananias all the time. And I'd be like, uh-uh, don't you call my baby then. And it's so funny because I think she didn't think I knew who Ananias was. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who Ananias is. My baby's name is Anaya. So she would just say, hey, Ananias, hey, little Ananias. I'm like, mm-mm, don't call my baby there. So anyway, but so this right here is very, very scary. <laughs> it's very powerful to think that they literally fell dead, like instantly from lying. Like, can you think, would be anybody left if God did that right now? 
Like, absolutely not. Because what do we do? We say, oh, it's just a little white lie. I don't know what color lies are, but a lie is a lie. And it's not, you know, grieve the Holy Spirit, but they lied. And, and that was their punishment. Instantly, they were killed. So I read from a lot of different um, material. And so some of the resources, I've just kind of tried to pull them all together. And um, from my Bible, I have the um, the MacArthur Study Bible. So some of the things that they talked about when they talked about this passage of scripture, first and foremost, God sees our heart. And so that was the first thing. God sees our heart. Um, first Samuel 16 and 7. And I'm going to find it on my phone because I'm so used to this digital Bible. Old Testament. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. And it reads the New International Version on my Bible. And on my phone, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not, excuse me, do not consider his appearance or height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outer appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So um, what I also read during all this was that during that time, what they would do is people, the church, the church was growing. And so people would sell their possessions or sell extra land. If people were wealthy, they would sell those things and give the portion, give it to the um, apostles. They'd give all of it to the apostles. So what Ananias did in Sapphira was that they conspired to just give them a portion of it and, and see that it was the whole amount. And so, you know, like Peter said in the scripture, was it not yours to do what you want to do with, you know, so, but they um, lied. And so what, what, what one version said was that they were wanting to look good in the eyes of man. They wanted to get favor with the people, you know what I'm saying, so to speak. So they lied to God so that they would be looked upon favorably um, from everybody. And so um, I will mention this. I saw that Ananias' name meant Jehovah has been gracious. So I know we're not talking about him, but and then it said he, he was God favored them with wealth, but they responded by cheating. So that was just something I thought was interesting. I wanted to get that little tip in there. Um, but what else? Let me see. So God sees the heart. I lost my paper. That's what I was looking for, y'all. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. The next one is God hates sin. And so we know, like I said, that it was um, a sin because she they lied to the whole spirit. And so God concerned about the purity of his church. And so this was something that they were doing to that kind of undermine the apostles because they had the authority. They were trying to build the church and make sure everybody was taken care of and all their needs were met. And so this was kind of like an undermining of their um authority. And so one one resource said that they pretty much like Ananias and her and Sapphira thought that Peter, I don't want to say stupid, but for, you know, you understand what I'm saying. They thought Peter wasn't as intelligent, I guess. Um, and so that's kind of why they did that. And they were saying that that would draw, they wanted to draw the people away from the disciples and to follow them. So they were trying to, you know, to steal the, the apostles um, thunder, so to speak. So um, of J.D. Ministries, I got this off of their website, so I don't want to be trying to plagiarize, you know, <laughs> but um, so this says um, in the church, there are two kinds of people um, and they're impossible to distinguish from the outside, because like I said before, God knows our heart. Um, so they passed 
the, the land portion of the money as the entire amount. Um, and it was their love of money and their desire for people's praise. Um, the second point was, we cannot hide from God. The secrets of your heart are not secret to God. Y'all know if I'm going too fast. I don't, I don't want to go too fast. All right. So the first point was there are two types of people that you can't distinguish from the outside because God knows the heart. Of course, we know people that can say the right things and wear the right things and, you know, look the part. And you would think they're holy, but their hearts are far from God. So, And then the second point was we cannot hide from God. The secrets of your heart are not secret to God. The third thing was the closer we are to grace, the greater the offense of sin. So them, their death served as a sign because they were, you know, God was gracious to them and had favored them and gave them wealth. And so for them to, you know, create such, to do such an event, um, it was even greater because of the amount of, you know, grace that they had been given. And the second thing is, not the second thing. Okay, so it was, yeah, the closer we are, the greater the offense of sin. And then the fourth point was fear is a part of worship. So fear of God is equal to, this was the definition that they gave. Fear of God is equal to awe mixed with intimacy. And I like that definition. Fear is a part of worship. And then the last point, like I said before, it says sin is a deadly, serious matter to God. So then the question they asked was, why do we remain alive? <laughs> right, Queen Betty. That was that's why I wrote that down. I was like, oh, Lord, why am I still here? Because if that was the case, I should have been gone a long time ago. So I'm going to give you the answer. The answer is God's patience is designed to lead to repentance. Oh, they also made reference to um, Josh chapter seven. Y'all look back at that. Um, I'm not sure how long it is. Let me go there. But in the one Akon, I think I'm saying his name right. In the Battle of Jericho, when he stole the things remember they had gone to war and taken the articles that he wasn't supposed to take because God told them don't take anything and so when he did that it brought dishonor among them and so he was punished um by death as well so that just was pointing out that God demanded honor um and so that was in the old testament and so fire was in the new testament so I kind of wanted to I kept thinking about how I like <laughs> I, I was just trying to try to think of them as a couple. Like, you know me, I want to put it on him. Like, well, he told her to say this. So that's why she said that. But, you know, he was the man, he's the head and all that. So I just kept kind of thinking, like, I wonder why she chose to to do that. I guess just to be um obedient to her husband, um, all that I could think. So y'all let me know what your thoughts are about that. Like why Star chose to um deceive them as well. So um, but she didn't know that he fallen dead. On that she remember she came three hours later and so she said the same thing that they had said that her husband had said and so she suffered the same fate that her husband had suffered so scriptures again acts 
5, 1 through 11 was the story of Sapphira. Um, the one I said, God sees the heart. That was 1 Samuel 16 and 7. God hates sin. That was 1 Corinthians 11. And it was Joshua 7 that talked about the battle of Akon. That is it. Queens, thank you so much for spending time listening to She Speaks Love podcast and being part of this amazing Sister Keeper community. Our heart is to bring you content that is educational, inspirational, relatable, and it encourages you to share the power of your voice. So you don't miss any of the conversations, we invite you to subscribe to She Speaks Love wherever you listen to podcasts. Please like, comment, and share. Follow us on our blog at shespeakslove.com. Links are in the show notes.